0: Futurecast 2023 rookie rankings release pre Christmas. I'm fucking excited. I can't say enough. This is my second take on this show this week. I did do a pre recording on Tuesday and it failed epically due to some audio situations. But we're here and we're live on this fine Wednesday at 10 o'clock in the morning, East Coast time. It's Christmas week. I couldn't be more excited to be talking about the 2023 class. Yes, last week, if you tuned in to the future cast, we talked about how 2024 is the king of the prospects, grouping, NFL draft classes, whatever it may be. To preface it, the 2022, 2021, 2020 class, the wide receiver position will not be matched by this 2023 class. It's not even close. But over the course of the next half an hour, I'm going to dig deep into the 2023 class and let you know all the names that you need to know going forward. Of course, I'm not going to go too in-depth on every player because that's what we have the next four months for, but today I'm going to be prefacing and laying out what each and every one of these players is. Again, we have a top 50 rookie rankings available on PlayerProfiler.com right now. You can go check that out in the rankings tab. The all-in subscription, we're running an all-in subscription deal for the next 45 days. Again, you can sign up for the all-in package on PlayerProfiler.com. You get access to DFS Dominator, Dynasty Deluxe, player rankings, and data analysis. Data analysis allows you to query stats across over 300 advanced metrics across all positions. The DFS Dominator, the GPP Lineup Genius, Cash Game Optimizer, Underdog Pick'em Generator. It's going to be available through the Super Bowl, so be sure to tap in. Again, you get DFS Dominator for the next seven weeks. $10 on playerprofile.com for the all-in package. $10. Use the promo code CODY. We're doing a contest for the next couple weeks to see who can have the most sales, promo code Cody, help your boy out. Dynasty Deluxe, of course, the NFL Mock Draft Index was just updated with a top 75 player, so you can see Will Anderson, 2.4, Bryce Young, 2.7, Jalen Carter from Georgia, 3.3, CJ Stroud, 4.1, and then a drop-off down to Peter Skoronsky, Miles Murphy, and Paris Campbell. Paris Johnson at 10, 11, and 12. All the way down to pick 74 right now, which is Sean Tucker. There's 81 guys projected to be in the top 74. There is 71 guys projected to be in the top 64. And currently there is 32 guys, 33 guys projected in the first round, which is 32 picks. Generally at this time of the year, we see around, you know, 55 guys projected as first round picks according to this mock draft tool, because normally it's a, oh, well, this guy seems like a first round pick. This guy should not be. This guy should be. And you see this fluctuation this year. It's literally 33 dudes. For 32 picks, well, it's technically 31 picks because Miami had to forfeit a pick. But 33 guys for 31 picks in the first round of 2023 draft. You can check that out on the NFL Mock Draft Index on Dynasty Deluxe. Again, you get all these tools. Player rankings, weekly, seasonal, best ball, dynasty, rookie, cornerback, and offensive line. Plus, you get Dynasty Deluxe, trade finder, trade analyzer, NFL Mock Draft Index. Plus, you get the DFS Dominator. Already went over that. Plus, you get data analysis. Ten bucks. It's like a free trial, $10 for the next 45 days. You can see if you like it. If you like it, you tap in. You stay tapped in for the remainder of the 2023 year. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you tapping in. So make sure you go over there, the all-in subscription, click purchase now. It's going to say 50 bucks. It's going to say 50 But you're going to click purchase now, and then you're going to put promo code Cody in, and it's going to be $10.73 probably because you got a little tax in there, whatever. Use the promo code Cody, tap in. Appreciate you guys. But let's jump into the 2023 class right after our intro Underdog Fantasy, underdog fantasy, use the promo code underworld to get a deposit match up to $100. The Gauntlet is going live soon for the NFL playoffs. The Gauntlet is their $25 tournament. Deposit $100, get $100. That's eight entries into the Gauntlet. That's their best ball fantasy, or not fantasy, best ball playoff challenge for the NFL playoffs. Check it out, Underdog Fantasy. Now, the 2023 class, top 50 on playerprofire.com, starts with the one and the only. Bijan Robinson. That's why everyone is here in 2023. It's for Bijan. Bijan is almost 21 years old. He's six foot, 220 pounds. You can see on Player Profiler over the last three years, he's had 700, 1100, and almost 1600 yards on the ground rushing, as well as 15, 26, and 19 receptions in each of the last three years. He's got 84th percentile college target share. Bijan Robinson is the cream of the crop. Bijan Robinson is. The over the last 10 years, you've seen Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Bijan Robinson. That's your three guys, that's your three kings of the last decade of football and fantasy. The bulk of this class, the bill, the, the bulk of this class is coming from the running back position. It's Jameer Gibbs, number two, Kendra Miller, number three from TCU. Kendra Miller is a bowling ball of running back. He scored a touchdown in every single game during the 2022 campaign for the TCU Horned Frogs, who are headed to the playoffs. Again, Zachary Evans was at TCU. Zachary Evans transferred to Old Miss. Kendre fills in, plays with Dugan, plays with Quentin Johnston. You'll we'll talk about Quentin Johnston here in a minute. And Kendre Miller, at 215 pounds, filled right in. He was this year's, again, we're not comping him to this guy, but he was this year's Javante. He was this year's Kenneth Walker, the guy that kind of came out of nowhere, and now he's a thing. Everybody came into the year. They knew who Jameer was. They knew who Bijan Robinson was. Zach Evans, Tank Bigsby, Zach Charbonneau, Sean Tucker. Everybody knew who those guys were. Kendra Miller is the one that slowly came up, scored a touchdown every single game. And for a minute there, it looked like he was going to end up being a guy that that made it to New York and sat there for the Heisman. He wasn't going to win it, but he was going to sit there because he was so important to this team. The difference is it's a quarterback award. So we have B. John Robinson, number one, Jameer Gibbs, number two, Kendra Miller, running back, number three, and then you get your first wide receiver on the board right now. This is all by lifetime value, 117.97 for Quinton Johnston. Quinton Johnston is Kendra Miller's teammate, so we have two TCU players in the top five of our V1 rookie rankings for 2023. Six-foot-four, 201 pounds. In high school, he ran a four five one. he had a 34-inch vertical. It's rumored that Quinton Johnston is going to run in the low four fours. And jump up to 44, 45 inch vertical. Now at six foot four, two hundred and one pounds, of course, that's pretty lethal. But we're not talking about a six foot four, two hundred and twenty-five-pound guy like a DK Metcalf. We're talking a little bit slighter. And a lot of people are gonna instantly think of the Josh Dachsons and the Kevin Whites. He's not that. He's not that he's different. He's not as thick as Mike Williams. He plays kind of like Mike Williams, but he floats. He's he's very athletic, very Different, very demanding alpha wide receiver. Quentin Johnson is that guy. In a class that is in need of size at the wide receiver position. Jackson Smith and Jigba comes in at number two. He's run over 75% of his routes in the slot. That's where he's going to be a mainstay. That's not a bad thing, but he's going to be more of a Keenan Allen. He's not going to be more of a Jamar Chase. People are going to be wish-casting this Jamar Chase thing because Jackson Smith goes for 1,600 yards at Ohio State while playing with Olave and Wilson. They're going to say, well, if he did that with them, then that means he's this. Not so fast. Not so fast. Jackson's fine, but he's not hes not him. Okay, Quentin Johnson, number one, at the wide receiver position. Then we dropped down about 20 lifetime value points to Jackson Smith at number two. Jordan Addison, if he was – I'm going to continue to say this through the process. If he was 20 pounds heavier, you would hear Jordan Addison's name much more. 1,500 yards in 2021 with Kenny Pickett, a quarterback, transfers to USC, a part of that dominant football team, and a 36.2% college dominator. Jordan Addison's 175 pounds. If he's 20 pounds heavier, he would be my number one wide receiver in this class, and it wouldn't be close. He's a great route runner. Josh Downs, Jaden Reed, Jalen Hyatt, all guys that are sub-190, sub-200 pounds. Rashi Rice comes in at number seven right now. We have a big cluster, I would say, after about six. I would put Jalen Hyatt at six. Very, very confident at having him right there. And then after that, between Rashi Rice all the way down to you know 20 with Roma Dunze, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very – this is going to be a big next – Month and a half, so we're about a month away from from Senior Bowl week. Senior Bowl week is the last week of December, or of, of January. Sorry, so we're about five weeks away from that, and a number of these guys are going to the Senior Bowl, and I'm going to be very interested to see which one kind of separates themselves up and separates themselves down, kind of like we saw from Christian Watsons, the Alec Pierce's, the Khalil Shakir's, the Romeo Doobies, Doobies, Doobie Doobie Doobie, smoke his way out of the draft process and out of my rankings. Is what Romeo did. Rashi Rice from SMU, speedster, phenomenal catch radius. Charlie Jones from Purdue, a transfer from Iowa, had a great season this year. Very underrated in the grand scheme. For, you know, if you type him in, you'll see why. A multitude of reasons. Charlie Jones is a stud at the wide receiver position. It's just going to depend on where he goes. Jacob Cowing, I would, I, would, I would categorize as a poor man's Jordan Addison. Jacob Cowing is 170 pounds, but he's a dog. He came from where do he go? UTEP. He went to UTEP and he had 1,300 yards in 2021. They transferred to Arizona and he had thousand on 85 receptions. Just a straight up dude. He's going to get the job done, but he's tiny. 5'11", 170, literally a poor man's version of Jordan Addison. I love Jacob Cowan. Had him as a top 10 wide receiver entering the season and he continues in the top 10 as well. Then we have a couple guys that, you know, have been kind of some Debbie darlings. That is the Rakeem Jarrett's of the world, the Jonathan Mingos, the Marvin Mimses, Mingo is kind of playing that alpha role at Old Miss, 6'2", 215 pounds. He never really did anything. He never really broke out early. He had 800 yards finally in 2022. He broke out technically in 2021 uh, with 22 receptions and 346 yards. Rakeem Jarrett, um, 829 yards in 2021 as a junior. He's going to be 22 and a half years old when the season starts, six foot, 200 pounds. He fits that archetype mold, um, but he's not as athletic as those guys you would think in the Jeffersons and the chase world. Marvin Mims, the guy out of Oklahoma, 5'977 pounds. He's going to be 21 years old when the season starts. Should run the 4.5s, but that's not quite fast enough for a guy that's 177. He should be running the 4.4s, four if not the, the high 4.3s like you remember from Hollywood Brown running that four three. He had a 1,000 yards at Oklahoma. He had 2021 and he had 610 in 2020, so he's been continuing to throughout every single year to get better at Oklahoma, as well as almost being 21 years old, but not quite. The wide receiver position, like I said, is not deep. Last year, we were talking about Sky Moore and, and guys like the Christian Watsons at like 7, 8, 9, 10. This year, we're talking about Charlie Jones and Rakeem Jarrett and Rashi Rice. It's not, not the same quality uh, at the position. Move on to the tight end for just a minute here. Michael Mayer should have won his second Mackey Award uh, this last week from Notre Dame. He's a bruiser. He's a big tank, 6'6", 245 pounds, 800 yards each of the last two seasons. Brock Bowers snagged the make the Mackey away from him this last year. He's going to be 22 when the season starts, but the problem is he's probably going to run a 4.72, 4.75 in the 40, um, which isn't great. He ran a 4.80 in high school. He's He's not much faster than that. That's not his game. His game is um, you know, in Notre Dame, the easy aspect would be to say, well, he's, he's Kyle Rudolph 2.0, which isn't a bad thing, but as far as what he's done so far, it would make him a little bit overrated, but you got to remember Kyle Rudolph did have a couple of top 10 seasons at the tight end position. But again, that's not saying much because it's the tight end position. Dalton Kincaid out of Utah is another guy, six foot four, 240 pounds He had 558 yards last year. Dalton Kincaid's a stud. Dalton is another guy that can, can give you opportunities, kind of like a Bellinger who came out of nowhere. Darnell Washington and Tucker Craft are two of the most interesting guys in this class, the tight end position. Darnell Washington, because he's massive, Darnell Washington's six foot eight, 260 pounds. Anybody who, who drafts Darnell Washington is going to get an extra tackle. It's essentially what it is. He's an extra tackle that can catch the football. He played with Brock Bowers, so not everybody's like aware of who he is. 6'8", 260, 21 years old, 26 receptions this year, 417 yards. Stud, four-star prospect coming out. And then Tucker Craft. Tucker Craft is the is the unsung hero of this class, kind of like Dallas Goddard, right? 6'5", 255, junior out of South Dakota State, who will be playing in the national championship this next weekend against North Dakota State. Tucker Craft very well might elevate himself into – conversations to be number two in this class at the tight end position when it's all said and done over his last 23 games which is 2022 and 2021 he's had 90 receptions a yards and nine touchdowns at south dakota state he's dominating where he should be dominating at a smaller school like south dakota state in the fcs so now i've talked through running backs i've talked to wide receivers i've talked through tight ends the Most important position that I get the most questions for is quarterback, Will Levis. Why is Will Levis your quarterback one? And my simple term is upside. And then with that comes, well, what about Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson has the most upside in this class, top to bottom, because at 230 pounds, he's going to be able to run the four fours. And his ability to break tackles and his ability to play like a Lamar, like a Vic, like a Cam Newton, all mixed into one is what allows that. The problem is he's as accurate as Colin Kaepernick at Nevada, which ain't accurate. And from a elite passer perspective, he just doesn't check the box. And it's going to take him a little while to check that box. He needs to go to the perfect offense. I was brainstorming around this: where would the perfect offense be for an Anthony Richardson? It would literally probably be to go to Baltimore. He's going to be a first round pick. You go to the NFL Mock Draft Index. He's 18th overall right now. He's going to be a first-round pick because people want that fifth-year option. Anthony Richardson's a stud of a fantasy football player. But from an NFL perspective, you can't put him past C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis because those guys have bona fide arm talent. Yes, Richardson can run the ball, but that's only going to score fantasy points. That might not win you games. We've seen year after year... Quarterbacks that you know they can run. It's 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 the same conversation. If, you got to keep the same energy that you had for Malik Willis with Anthony Richardson because Malik Willis's arm is is much better, much stronger, much more buildable. You can build with Malik's arm more more than you can with Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is going to take time. He can progress through progressions, but he's not that most accurate quarterback, and he's not going to be for a, a few years. But you have the rushing upside. You have more rushing upside with Anthony Richardson than you do with Malik, but Malik's got more arm talent than Richardson. They equate their situations are situational, and and it's a very tough dichotomy to break down. But that's why Richardson is a tier lower than the rest of these guys at the top because keep that same energy that you had from Malik Willis with Anthony Richardson. Point blank, the top three guys obviously: Will Levis, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Stroud's number three. I've said it before; I'll say it again. He's not special. He's good. He's Teddy Bridgewater-esque. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be in the league for 10 years now and uh, in, in two years. two years, He's two years away from being in the league for 10 years. Teddy Bridgewater is a mainstay in the NFL. He's a good quarterback. Can he win a Super Bowl? Maybe, depending on if he had the right offense. He could probably win it in San Francisco. Stroud is good enough to do that as well. Stroud has a good arm, not a great arm. Stroud's not mobility. He does not have mobility. He uh, does not have above-average mobility. Bryce Young, again, just like Jordan Addison, it's, it's a trend you're seeing in this class. Undersized players at wide receiver and at quarterback. Bryce Young, if he was an inch taller, two inches taller, and 20 pounds heavier, we wouldn't even be having a conversation at the quarterback position. But the fact that Bryce Young will come to the combine after eating a dozen eggs and two pounds of hamburger and still be under 200 pounds, less than ideal. It's less than ideal for him to be that small at the quarterback position after seeing the injuries that these guys have taken on this year, the Lance's that is, that is 225, 235 pounds, breaks his ankle, the the hurts, the fields, the Kyler's, all these guys that are elusive and will run the ball, um, getting planted, getting hurt. Even guys that stay in the pocket have been getting hurt all year. And it's just a, it's a tough scene. It's a tough situation to break down Bryce young, because we trust him as a prospect, as a quarterback, but it's tough to trust just the NFL, just the NFL straight up. to to keep a guy like this safe, especially if he ends up in Houston or something like that. Will Levis, number one, again, this is because of the arm talent. He's going to come into the NFL with a top-five arm in the world. Top-five arm in the world from a strength perspective. 6'3", 222, he's going to run under four eight zero, which is going to be 90th percentile speed, 90th percentile burst. He's that dude. The difference is he was at Kentucky. He didn't have the most talent around him. He's going to be 24 when the season starts next year. I don't know what else you're looking for. Everyone's pointing at the interceptions. He had 19 touchdowns, 10 picks in 2021. It was 24 touchdowns, 13 picks. But the way you have to, to break down a quarterback, you can't look at numbers. That's the problem with quarterbacks over the last decade, two decades, and why you miss on guys because you look at the numbers. You're worried about uh, you know, throwing interceptions, you're worried about you're not worried about the talent that he plays with. You're not worried about watching him physically. And and that's the problem is when you look at Will Levis, you see a project. But it's not as big of a project as it was for Josh Allen. It's not as big as a project as it was for Malik or Jalen Hurts. The arm is there. The ability to break down and run is there. He needs he needs 10 to 12 games. He needs the Patrick Mahomes treatment. And what better spot than to go to the Detroit Lions for a Will Levis type? Lions have two picks in the top 15. It's looking like, unless they make the playoffs, that next pick might be in 20, 20 years which would, I guess, make them have to trade up, where if they get three pick and they trade back or something like that, that's always an option as well. But Levis going to Detroit would be my dream spot because they like Jared Goff, they trust Jared Goff, and Jared Goff, we know he's not special, he's good enough, just like Alex Smith wasn't special, but he was good enough. And if Goff starts the 2023 season and they win 10, 12 games and make the playoffs, whatever it may be, and you see Will Levis is behind him, and you see, damn, we've been driving this Ford Focus around, and we've been winning games, but we can pull out the Lambo, and we can take to the next level like Patrick Holmes took the Kansas City Chiefs to the next level. I'm telling you what, Will Levis with Jamison Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, Swift, Jamal Williams, whoever else they draft between now and then, and if DJ Chark stays, that's some talent, and with an arm like Will Levis, Amon, Ron, Jameson Williams will be some fun, fun fantasy assets to have for the next decade. Will Levis, again, that's what the ceiling is. If he gets in a situation with talent around him and he gets just a little time to learn or just the right quarterback coach to learn from, he's going to be just unbearable to deal with. He's the perfect prospect outside of saying, oh, he throws interceptions. So what, is he Brett Favre, 6'3", 222? No, there's too many issues with Young and Stroud that equate to the issues we have with Will Levis, which is, which is a little bit of inaccuracy. We're not talking about a guy that's thrown 48% completion percentage. We're talking about a guy that's 66 65% completion percentage that doesn't give a shit and will rip the football. That's the conversation with Will Levis. Everyone's like, well, he's inaccurate. Okay, well, he's 6'3", 222, and you're talking about Bryce Young, who's hyper-accurate, but he's 195 pounds. And 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 C.J. And Stroud, who can't get out of a sack. We've seen what, what that does to players like Kirk Cousins. Guys that can't move in the pocket very well. They just fall down. They get sacked. you got to be able to move in the NFL. Levis can move. Levis has size. The best ability in the NFL is availability, and Will Levis is going to be available, point blank. I know he had an ankle break or fracture earlier this season, but the best ability is availability, and if I'm betting on somebody to be available for the long run, it's going to be Levis over Stroud and Young if you really want to dive into that deep end. But I don't really care to. Now we've talked about this entire class Levis, Young, Stroud, Richardson, a quarterback. Hendon Hooker's also on that list. He's going to be 25 and a half years old when the season starts. He tore his ACL this year. I don't know really what the future holds for Hendon Hooker. It seems like a Geno Smith t- situation where you're not going to see anything until he's into his 30s and he's got plenty of time to marinate. Uh, but, of course, Geno was a, a, a top-end first-round pick, so it's going to be a little bit of a different career arc for Hendon Hooker. Jaden Daniels also on that list. I want to compare – the rookie rankings to the dynasty rankings for you guys before we get out of here, and to kind of give you a, a scope of where we currently have these guys' lifetime values in comparison to the current dynasty rankings. So, when you look at a Bijan Robinson and you look at okay, what's Bijan Robinson's lifetime value? It's 196.63 which fits perfectly in between a big gap of Travis Etienne at 202 and Rashad White at 172.95. So that would put Bijan Robinson as the current RB9. And people on Twitter, I know if you're paying attention on Twitter, everyone's like, well, Bijan Robinson, the minute he steps in, is going to be the RB3 in, in, in Dynasty. Okay, okay. But again, not so fast. Things have to go right. Things like if he goes again, hypotheticals are hypotheticals. But if he runs a four-five-five or four-six, and he doesn't get drafted until pick sixty-five, that, that that has a few that that has some outcomes on it, right? There's there's some things that are going to take into account where you're not going to put him ahead of certain players. I'm not saying you're wrong. I think if the situation's right, and I think it will be, and he goes in the first round, like he sounds like he's going to be, it's a guy that as soon as he gets drafted is going to bounce from RB nine to RB three, RB two. It's going to happen. But right now, he's RB9. Jameer Gibbs is a 56 point drop off after Bijan Robinson at RB9, down to 140.44 lifetime value points. That puts him right below Dalvin Cook at RB18 and right ahead of Damian Pierce at RB19. Jameer Gibbs is a prolific pass catcher. He's the best patch casting running back, the best route running running back in this class. It's not even a question. 24 receptions in 2020, 35 and 21, and 40, 42 receptions in 2022 as a part of the Alabama Crimson Tide. 61st percentile college target share for one Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs is about 5'11", 200 pounds. He's an Elvin Kamara hyper light hyper light. He's a better pass catcher than Delvin cook. And that's saying a lot after you just watched that Indianapolis Colts game where Delvin cook finished that comeback on a 61 yard screen pass. Delvin's a stud in the passing game. And Jameer Gibbs is on that level as well. Jameer Gibbs is a guy that's going to come in right now. Like I said, RB 19, he's going to be a guy that can jump up to the 10th top 10 area, depending on where he goes, because as important as he is as a pass catcher, you saw what Clyde did. This is a much better prospect than what Clyde ever was. At at LSU at the running back position, we move on to Kendra Miller, 126, Zachary Evans, 117, Tank Bigsby at 101, 101 for tanks. Bigsby puts him right in there at RB 25 next to James Cook. The bulk and the the focus of this class without getting too deep into it is going to come from the running back position. Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, Kendra Miller, Zach Evans, Tank Bigsby, Zach Charbonneau are guys you're going to want on your team in Dynasty. The first round is going to be littered with running backs this year in fantasy rookie drafts. Littered. Blake Corum's on that list from Michigan. Torres ACL. I think he's still 50 50 on if he's going to come out or not. I think he has until January 16th to declare. Sean Tucker's on this list. Devon A. Chain, Deuce Vaughn, Darren Spoles 2.0, Chase Brown from Illinois, who's an absolute dog. Tajay Spears, Roshan Johnson's RB13 on this list right now, and I fucking hate that because Roshan Johnson's a stud who played with Bijan at Texas, and the NFL loves Roshan Johnson, and I have him as running back 13, and that makes my balls hurt. This is a stud of a class in 2023 at the running back position. Top to bottom, Chris Rodriguez, a bull of a running back, 235 pounds. This is a guy that's going to have multiple games that – He's leaned on by an NFL franchise, 20 to 25 carries in a game, and he's going to go over 100 yards easy. Chris Rodriguez, RB16, Muhammad Ibrahim, 19 consecutive games with over 100 yards rushing for the University of Minnesota. Tore his Achilles in the middle of that streak and then came back and continued the streak. He's going to be 25 when the season starts, but again, he's RB18. The list goes on and on and on at the running back position. This is the class that is running back centric. Again, we talk about the quarterback class is better than last year. The receiver class is the worst we've had in five years. The tight end class is meh. This is the running back class for your dynasty teams to stack and stack and stack and stack. And when you look at the dynasty rankings, you said, yeah, I guess we're time What times do right. Saquon's 26. Austin Eckler is going to be 27. Christian McCaffrey is going to be 27. Nick Chubb is going to be 27 and a half. Joe Mixon is going to be 27. Derrick Henry is going to be 30. Dalvin Cook's going to be 28. Kamara's 28. Aaron Jones 28. These guys are all aging out of the age apex, and we're going to get this in- massive influx of rookies in 2023 that I can't wait for. Be sure to check it out at PlayerProfiler.com. The all-in package. It's gonna show $50, but if you use the promo code Cody, it's gonna go down to $10 and probably 73 cents. Dynasty Deluxe, you get the NFL mock draft index that I'm talking through you through right now. You can go over there right now and you can see top picks through ones through 75 overall. Will Anderson, Bryce Young, Jalen Carter, CJ Stroud, Peter Skoronsky, the tackle out of Northwestern. All of these guys have player pages on player profile. You can see where each of these positional guys are going off. Quinton Johnson, 12.9, Jackson Smith and Jigga, 14.8. Michael Mayer, 16.4. Will Levis, 15.5. Jordan Addison, 18.9. That's just skill position players in the first round. You also have the likes of Joy Porter Jr., the late Joy Porter stud from Pittsburgh. His son's at Penn State right now. He's coming out. Eli Ricks, the cornerback from Alabama, is coming out. Kelly Ringo on the top corners from Georgia is coming out as well as freak athlete Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. All, top to bottom, the whole class is in here. You're looking at the top 75 currently. This is going to be updated every bi-weekly uh, when these mock drafts are inputted. We're before Christmas and we're talking about 2023 NFL draft class. I couldn't be more excited. Make sure you tap in the future cast on YouTube. Click like, click subscribe. If you're on podcasts, click that five stars. Leave us a review. If you got any mailbag questions for the future cast, we got any special guests you want to see or hear from, email me, Cody at Roto Underworld. Cody at roto I'm going to be having guests on the future cast. I'm going away for 10 days. Got a wedding next week, so there's going to be no future cast next week, no undercover ops, no shows for me on the network through New Year's. But when January comes around, you best believe things are going to get hot, heavy, and things are going to get real in 2023, talking about this 2023 rookie class. And we're not only going to dive into running backs, quarterbacks, receivers, and tight ends. You know what the deal is. We're driving in all the way, every position, because that's what we do best. Tap in playerprofile.com, subscribe, do the damn thing. I appreciate you guys. Let's have a great holiday season, and have an even better Merry Christmas. Appreciate you.